The following podcast contains adult language. It is not an in-depth investigation. It is simply commentary and reaction to the facts as presented by OSHA and media outlets. If you are prone to taking offense... Bad shit happens to everyone. Just get over it. Welcome to Employee Number One, the Industrial Accident Podcast. I'm Jacques Cousteau. I'm joined with my co-hosts, Fred Iguana, <laughs> and I'm Justin Harass. What a her- what a terrible first name! Yes, it is. But I thought Jacques get, Cousteau had an accent. Do you get harassed a lot? Well, that constantly. That, that guy that guy spelled it with a Q. I'm J O C K. Oh, yeah. So you like sports? Q. Period. S T O. Jock Q Stowe. Oh, okay. So completely different. Person. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm not one of them snail-eating French fuckers. Oh, thank God. Fair. I'm scared. Don't let the red hat fool you. Oh, I love to go to bars. But I went to this one bar. It was a total fucking dive. Hey, speaking of rock and roll, they had a cover band there. They had like this little midget guy in a black wig calling himself Rodney James Dio. I think that actually was Dio. Really? It was like four foot nothing. Yeah. He'd be a little son bitch. Yeah, that was Dio. That was Dio. I thought he was uh, some sawed-off Ramon to begin with. Just Dio. Possibly. Anyway, oh Dio. The Ramones all had straight hair, didn't they? None of the Ramones had curly hair. Like, like... They're like, I think they had like one guy like somewhat wavy, but it was mostly straight, right? Well, there, yeah. were, a mil- there were a million Ramones. That could have been uh, Ted. Billy and Willie and Ted Pilly Ramone, and yeah. Gilly. Joan Ramone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, from the Ramones, I was all straight hair, straight black hair. I'm assuming they were wigs. Probably. Yeah. Or they just got in their mom's... Uh... But I actually think Dio's hair was a wig, too. You ever seen that stuff? I think I think most rock stars' hairs are wigs. Dio's hair looked like shit that fell out of Sherman Helmsley's wig. Made, yeah. out, of, made yeah. out of toilet pubes or something. Yeah, the part that fell off the top of Sherman Helmsley's head <laughs> wound up falling on the Dio. Squinkly little guy. Yeah. But, oh, I love the song, Holy Diver. Holy Diver. Holy, Holy Diver. That is a good song. Yeah. yeah. Banger. A banger. A banger. Definitely. So, uh, songs about diving then, huh? Yeah. There's what? Dive by Nirvana. Dive by Nirvana. How does that one go? Dive in me. Dive, dive, dive in me by Nirvana. <laughs> exactly. That sounds like a real fucking scorcher there. I don't, I don't remember that part of it. God. That took <laughs> you a You don't dive. remember the by Nirvana part? It's like right there in the chorus. Oh. Die, die, die by Nirvana. It was a little bit more angry than that, but pretty oh. much. Oh. Well, you know who else took a dive? No, Jacques who? Still. <laughs> <laughs> Some employee. Was he on the uh, Edmund Fitzgerald? No. Oh, you've been working that one in since the last Yeah, episode. he's been on Edmund Fucking Fitzgerald. Fucking he's been on the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> I get it now. It fits. Let's dive in to see what happens to employee number one. I was going to read the inspection number, but then I know there's not a word called inspection, so I don't know what to read next. Infraction number. Infraction number. 
Inspection number 307-516-674. And this happened in... Vadnais Heights, Minnesota. Vadnais Heights. V-A-D-N-A-I-S. Vinod. I've never heard of that song. Oh, it's not a song. It's a state. <laughs> At approximately 11 o'clock in here. It's a state. Not a state. <laughs> Man, so, I'm... Going to I think Heights. Gary Center was back. Yeah. <laughs> At approximately 11 o'clock a.m. on April 23rd, 2004, employee number one accompanied the contracted diver, the owner of... Heggie. Should I say it? No. Well, I mean, it's public knowledge. All right, go ahead. The owner of Heige Enterprises. Heige. Heige. Higai? Higui. H-A-G-I. What? Heinz 57 Enterprises on a dive to clean the aerating equipment located at the bottom of Vadnai Lake. The work consisted of diving approximately 60 feet down and removing and cleaning the aeration heads on the lake aerator. Employee number one was attending on the Is dive. It like a fish tank or something? It's a lake. It's, Why do they need fucking aerators, though? It's, it's got like one of those lakes with fountains and stuff in it. Uh, it's a fake lake. We call them reservoir. Reservoir, Vadnois Reservoir. Employee number one was attending on the dive for the purpose of possibly bidding on the job. The owner of Hyman Enterprises accompanied for the purpose of showing employee number one the procedure. Employee number one had his own dive company, 35 Fathoms Inc., and was interested in replacing the soon-to-retire owner of Hoiven Enterprises. After nearly completing the cleaning and aeration, after nearly nearly completing the cleaning and replacing of the aeration heads, the Hoiven diver signaled to employee number one to surface. Employee number one responded that he would surface. I'm glad they've reached an agreement on that. Yeah. <laughs> that seems essential. He'll surface, but his head's still going to be in the water when he does. The owner of Hardball Enterprises began to surface and returned moments later to check if employee number one had left the area. After returning to the work area below the aerator unit, he did not view employee number one in the area. The hamster owner surfaced and asked his daughter in the assist boat if she had seen employee number one. Employee number one had not surfaced. A return dive was made with visual contact made with employee number one, who was apparently unconscious and above the work area at the bottom of the aeration unit. Nap time. After an attempt was made to remove employee number one, the diver returned to the surface and had his daughter call emergency medical services for assistance. And then Rigo. The sheriff rescue personnel entered the lake and removed employee number one, who had deceased. He'd been under the water for a while, though. But no definitive cause of death was determined by the medical examiner. Hmm. Foul play. Foul fucking play. The Ramsey County Water Rescue did not determine a specific problem with the diver's equipment. Employee number one was not an employee of the St. Paul Water Treatment Facility and was not employed by the contracted diver, owner of Heisenberg Enterprises. So, like, this dude just kicked off for no reason, no fine, no nothing. Yep. This is like a whole new genre for us right here, right now. What actually did happen to employee number one? Loch Ness Monster. Okay, in, in a man-made lake. Fair. Yeah. That's right where you went, huh? I think it was a Vadnais monster. We we'll probably had to look that up to see how to pronounce that word. Vadnais. Isn't it Vadnais? Maybe the owner of Hepatitis Enterprises could help. 
Inspection number 309078889. Baton Rouge, Louis. Oh, wait a minute. Um, no, wait a minute. Belle Chase, Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. There was a place called Empire, Louisiana. It's all jumbled up somewhere in Louisiana. One of these three places. On July 30th, 2005, employee number one was performing a supplied air diving operation in water about 8 to 10 feet deep. Okay. The dive took place at about 8 to 12 feet from the stern. I'm calling it right now he's attacked by an alligator. No way. <laughs> I the, mean, it's Louisiana. No way. The dive took place about 8 to 12 feet from the stern of a twin-screw jack-up boat, which is a boat with the wheelhouse located at the bow of the vessel. That's kind of one of them boats that looks like a fucking roller skate. No, wait. That's the stern. Yeah. yeah. Bow's up front. Bow's up front. Or are, don't most boats have the fucking wheelhouse up front like that? No. No, they like center or back. Oh, yeah. for Christ's sake. A pre-dive safety briefing was held that morning. Employee number one began a dive at 3.20 p.m. and had been on the bottom about 10 to 15 minutes when his airline was caught by the propeller of the boat. That's all airline He was killed. Investigation of the port powertrain of the boat revealed that a worn clutch in the port powertrain resulted in the port powertrain propeller turning under the torque of the engine at all times. Are you positive? Precisely. Fantastic. Hey, fantastic can start with a PH. What? I know that. I just wanted to give you the chance to correct me. You can also end with a CK. You know what else starts with P? Prick? Ooh. Penalty. There's a penalty. All right. Initial penalty. Who wants to guess? $5,000. 5000 to get sucked up by the goggles in the fucking bayou. Nope. 8000 8000 Wrong again, sir. Initial penalty, 2500 Current penalty, fucking zilch. I guess it's just one of those freak things then, right? Yep. Keywords include caught by. <laughs> caught by. <laughs> <laughs> No gator. <laughs> no gator. See you later. No alligator. Ooh, boy. Bulldog diving. Bulldog diving what? Not bulldog diving. No, that's muff diving, you big silly. Yikes. I, my, I love scissors. Rockport. The views expressed on this podcast are not necessarily of every member of this podcast. Mm-hmm, oh, they're only of mine. Rockport, Indiana. What kind of fucking... Do they got water in Indiana? Yeah, they're reservoirs and lakes. Okay. One, two, three, eleven. Count them. Eleven penalties. It's a lot of penalties. All that right. A good story. I'm looking forward it's to it. It's a good story. You got a lot to look forward to here. I'm excited. Okay. Inspection number 1542324.015. On July 15th, 2021, an employee performing underwater diving operations at an electrical generating station inspecting pipes and cleaning debris from a pump basin. That's not a proper sentence. Uh, I don't think he knew he would be graded on it by a fucking tool. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking English major over here. Co-workers for the power company reported to the dive crew that a stop log gate, quote, should be in place, but they were unsure. Maybe. Can't they just, like, fucking check the blueprints? The, Ooh, that's a, that's a whole can of worms you're opening up there, right there. Nobody has blueprints. Nobody has as-built drawings. No. The employee verified that lockout-tagout was performed on the two pumps in the immediate work area, and the employee entered the water to check for the presence of stop logs and water flow. I've never heard of a stop log. 
A stop log? Yeah. Is that when you don't that's take just it? Like a, that's just like a... No, I know where you're going with this. I'm not going to do a doo talk. So, it's just the grate that goes over it to stop logs. Uh, um, so, self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah. It's just a grate to stop logs from going under the intake. This is the intake for a power plant. What they call it? A log stopper. Because this stop log thing Look, reminds fucker, me that, I didn't create it. Reminds me that first I fucking just, sentence. It's just not grammatical. I didn't name it. If sure? I'd have named it... It would have been the... The great? It would have been the harass stopper. <laughs> We're big against harass. Justin Harass. The employee yes. mistakenly verified that stop logs were down and that there was no water flow or current present. Which was incorrect. You're in the fucking water. Can't you feel the current in there? The employee then continued his work and returned to the water to make a last check of the area. During his final check, the employees... The very, the very final check. <laughs> yeah. During this final check, the employee's umbilical was caught in a current caused by a pump in an adjacent bay that was still in operation. The current pulled the umbilical into the pump, which in turn pulled the employee into the pump, killing him. That fucking sucks. And half the state lost power. If his name was Log, they could have stopped it. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Now, we don't know. I don't know how big the intake is on that scenario. I don't know how big the grate is that stopped the logs. Big enough to stop a log. No, big yeah, but I mean, a dude fit down that tube. It's yeah. A pretty good, pretty good diameter tube. That's a human-sized suck socket right there. Yes. Okay, we got 11 serious penalties. They all sound very serious. Very, very, very serious. Yes. Um, let me see. It doesn't give us a grand total, though. No. no. Oh, we need some quick math. Okay. I'm going to go it, ahead and no, say... No, it does. It does. Initial, oh, right. initial and current penalty match. 24,000. 24,000. What was your name? Fred Iguana. Fred Iguana. 24,000 for Fred Iguana. I'm you, going to go with uh, 11 penalties. Mm-hmm. I know that some of them... Yeah, I'm going to go 38,000. $35,000. Damn. Damn. To get sucked off. Oh, worse than that. Power suck. Umbilicus. <laughs> Inspection number 1457417.015. Again. Nevada, Las Vegas. Cirque du Soleil. Hey. Oh. January 7th, 2021. An employee was preparing to dive off a swing as part of the Russian Swing Act. <laughs> well, that might be something we can't use on the podcast again. Russian Swing Act? When he lost his footing as he was dismounting the swing, oh, no. the employee incurred multiple fractures to his back and ribs and damage to his kid, knee, and lungs from a 15-foot fall Ooh. and required hospitalization. Russian Swing so, Act. Oh wait, so the guy that took a header off of a 15-foot high thing Trapeze, yeah. gets hurt more than a guy that got pushed off the escalator by a, a fucking homeless guy. Well, this guy was in... That was like four feet higher. This guy was inside the building in Las Vegas. Well, the other guy was outside. Oh. See? That's why. The floor there is bouncier yeah. outside. Yeah. You got it. And we don't run the fucking shows in sequence, so that might be before or after. We don't know yet. Yeah. So, uh, no penalties, no fines. I'm psychic, so anytime either way I, it works. Anytime I see the words Russian Swing Act capitalized. I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all in. You know the Russians are swingers. No. Comrade. 
Inspection 140-8525.015. At approximately 12 p.m. on June 7, 2019, an employee was trying to direct a crane load from the back of a PLS military vehicle. The employee was struck by a crane load while attempting to dive out of the path of the swinging load to the ground. It's a big load. The employee fractured his left elbow, left wrist, bruised his hip, and tore his left rotator cuff. Someone's getting good military disability. The employee was hospitalized for these injuries. And because it happened in military service, zero fines, zero penalties, you're in Uncle Sam's army now. Well, the only thing that had to do with diving was just one word, though, right? Yeah. He di- yeah. dived out of the way. Wait, yeah. I think the research department is really stretching on this one. because They could have just as easily said he jumped the fuck out of the way. It says right here, and I quote, while attempting to dive out of the path. I just yeah. got to know, did he get a purple heart, though? No. No, he got a purple no, fucking wrist. Combat. Got a purple elbow, purple hip. Purple nipple. Purple nipple. Yeah, I think I don't think that would have shit to do with diving at all. I mean, he they could have just as easily said he jumped out of the way. He lunged out of the way. He shashayed out of the fucking way. Anything. We just one word there, dive out of the way. And suddenly it's in the dive episode. We don't sashay in the Army, son. Don't ask, don't tell. Only the Navy does that. This was clearly Army. But you think of diving, you think of the Navy. True. That threw you off the fucking scent, didn't I? <laughs> Yeah, one word. There's a dog having a stroke in here? Or is it my bloodhound face? Fuck, I <laughs> wish those dogs would have a fucking stroke. Look at that. Listen to that. Why'd you dive up there and handle it there, soldier? Why don't you fucking dive off this fucking... This fucking couch is two <laughs> <Yeah>. feet tall. <laughs> okay, you know what was missing in that last one? Uh, anything Water. interesting? <laughs> What'd you say? Water. Water. This one has water in it. This is uh, from an underwater construction corporation. No. Are you ready for this? Money, Buckle up for safety. Keep your umbilicus out of the fucking fan blade here. Inspection 123156390. I was so hoping for a four. Yeah, I was <laughs> so hoping for a four. Essex, Connecticut. On October 21st, 2005. Five divers, including employee number one, were attending qualification training. Mother of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is Conway up there, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're both fucking up there. <laughs> no doubt. Wait, there's just one up there doing that? It's been done. The training tank was equipped with two workstations. Therefore, the employees rotated through the workstations periodically, with each diver entering the tank performing the necessary welding work, and then exiting to allow another welder to perform his work. Like I said, underwater welders make good fucking money, so... Each dive for each employee was limited to 210 minutes. 210... Oh, hold on, he's thinking! I see the smoke! Dude, he's digging for his phone for the calculator right now! He's gonna figure out 210 minutes! How many hours we got there, uh... Three and a half hours. Fair! Thank you. Employee number one performed one dive. About comes by her real name, too. Get your fucking calculator out, because employee number one performed one dive for a total duration of 182 minutes. So was that. That's three hours. Yeah. And two minutes. (laughs) Then he surfaced and exited the training tank. After approximately 20 minutes, that's point, uh, how many hours? 
Employee number one felt dizzy, <laughs> nauseated, and began vomiting. Oh, he's got the bends. The safety coordinator called 911 because the symptoms were consistent with decompression sickness, a.k.a. the fucking bends. Good call there, Red. The employee was transferred. Sorry. <laughs> the employee was transported to Essex Medical Clinic, and then subsequently flown by Lifestar to Norwalk Hospital, and remained in the hyperbaric chamber for five hours. Jeez, guys. So he went from the extreme lows to the extreme highs of a fucking airplane. Yeah. Damn. Follow-up medical evaluation ruled out decompression sickness. Mm. So that guy was in the old fucking hot tank for how many minutes? What's uh, five hours times 60 minutes? That's at least 17 minutes. I, I, I'd go as far as say it's 19 minutes. Yeah. That's stretching it, though. No, Nobody died. No penalties. No fines. Did they find out what was wrong with him, though? No. But it wasn't the fucking Benz. All right. Maybe it was a BMW. Maybe they had his ass hose hooked up to his face hose. Nobody does that. Oh, I don't know. I've seen some of them Dutch porn movies. I bet you have there, Jacques. Well, that's all we had to do with diving. Oh, keywords in that one included oh, yeah. the word vomit. Yes. Yeah. That's fair. Vomit. Speaking of vomit, you guys make me want to puke. <laughs> Bad. Well, that's another episode of this piece of hunk of lump of shit floating corn-studded poodoo. Doo -doo. I was going to say, I can't believe people pay for this, but no one does. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe three people pay for this. Three pity payments. Five dollars a month. Well, by the time this comes out, we may be down to one. Oh, shit. My name is Jacques Cousteau. I've been joined with my co-hosts. Fred Iguana. Justin Perez. You want to try that again with vigor? Me? Yeah, you were kind of half just and harassing it. Well, I, I couldn't remember my fucking name. You only <laughs> had I, it for 50 years. I, I know, but I, I always write them down, so. All right. <laughs> I always write down your name? There's only been one. No, I always write down the name. Okay, are we doing it again? Or no. just me? No, you can just do whatever you want. I'm just recording. I don't care what. Right. I'm Justin Harass. Remember, for being harassed at work, call HR. HR Puff and stuff? No. <laughs> HR suck his cock? No. HR <laughs> Higgins. HR HR stuffer muff. Star muff. I might use that one next time. <laughs> <laughs> HR HR stuffer muff. Ah!